Okay. So we are doing Chaf Aleph Tammuz Wednesday. Tell the what we said yesterday is that the reason why our transgressions literally damage God's name, His most holy name is because that name is embedded in our soul. Our soul and that name are one. So if we're doing something wrong, it's directly linked to that inner dimension of God as expressed by his holiest name, the four-lettered Yud, K, above K. Yud and then a He and then above and then a He. We compared it to the difference between the soul and all of other creations, even the highest creation we can imagine, an angel. It's an angel is not connected to this name of God. An angel comes from a different name of God, from a lower name of God. From a name of God we call Elohim, which means constriction, judgment, discernment, concealment. But the soul uniquely is blown from a deep breath. And that deep inner breath is God's essence, which is therefore reflected by his essence name, which we call Havaya, which means the name or that which gives existence, the yud and the hay and the vav and the hay. So today, we are going to explain what characteristics of the soul characterize Havaya, this four-letter name of God, to show us that the soul is truly part of that name. And the answer is the ten spheros, the ten divine attributes. The ten divine attributes are embedded within the name Havaya, again, God's essence name, normally referred to as Hashem, the name, or in its deeper Kabbalistic dimension, Havaya, that which gives existence. And also those ten spheros are embedded in our soul. So we have these ten divine attributes in God's name. We have these exact same ten divine attributes embedded in our very soul. And this shows us the link that truly the soul is part of that name. So what the Rebbe is now going to do is show us how these ten divine attributes, the ten spheros, are included and represented in their source, this divine name, Havaya. So the name has four letters, a Yud, and then a He, then a Vav, and then a He. And we're going to see how these letters express all ten attributes. The yud, which is just a point, right? It's the smallest of the letters. It doesn't really have length or breadth or dimension. Is God's wisdom, the first of the ten spheres, chachma. Because chachma hasn't yet been developed. At the point of chachma, it's non-graspable. It's non-definable. It's obscure. Like the yud is not yet developed. It hasn't been expanded or revealed. On top of the Yud, if you would think of a Yud as it's written in a Torah scroll, there's like those three thorns or crowns, which indicate God's will beyond the ten spheres, called Kesser, the will and pleasure of God. And then we have this point of Chachma, which is developed and descends to Bina. Chachma descending to Bina is the Yud evolving into the first He. Because the Yud, we say, doesn't have dimension. It doesn't go down. It doesn't go across. And the He does. So the He extending in breath, extending in length, 
is implying the amplification, the explanation, the understanding of taking this seminal point of wisdom in the hay and developing it so it becomes intellectually comprehensible, which is Bina. Then, so we had the Yud, Chachma, non-developed, non-understood, non-graspable. It descends to the hay. Chachma evolves into Bina. Bina is a development of Chachma. Hay is like taking that point of the Yud and developing it, extending all the lines so we have this full-fleshed letter A. The next letter in the divine name is a Vav. Vav is, you take a line and you just draw it straight down. That's a Vav. So the Vav expresses taking whatever is in the level of intellect, the level of thought, and pulling it all the way down. This vertical line is like downward extension. As if I had something that was in my thought and I want to reveal it in my speech, I have to bring it all the way down. Another connection between the Vav and the Midos is that Vav means the numerical value of six. And there are six emotions from Chesed, Gevur, Tiferes, Netzach, Chayit, and Yisrael. And those six emotions are the emotional attributes that are pulling down, are bringing down from intellect to action, we have to go through emotion. So the yud and the hay, the yud was the initial point. The hay, bina, is intellect. The final hay, malchus, is speech, which is God's action. To get from intellect to action, I have to go through all the emotions which are expressed in the vav, the vav being six of God's emotion. And then the final hay is God's action. God's action is speech. So from Bina, the hay, the intellect, to the emotions of the Vav, the drawing downward, to God's action, thought, emotion, action, which is God's speech, because God speaks and that's his action. And why is that the final hay? Because hay, which is a miracle value of five, has two aspects that are connected to speech. One is the letter hey. That's the letter of breath. All speech is an expression of breath. In other words, whatever sound you're going to make has that as its essence guttural sound that's being formed into any combination of letters of sound. So hey is the letter of breath. It's a letter of speech. And also five, I told you hey is five, because all of the different 22 letters are separated into these five different aspects of which speech comes from. Also, we understand that the 22 letters, we can really break down into five basic articulations. So all speech is really broken down into these five basic articulations. So what we just did and I'm sorry, I went through it a little bit quickly, is what we showed was that all the ten divine attributes from Chachma through Malchus are included and represented within the Yudke Vavke, the name Havaya. The Rebbe doesn't explain this, but if you notice, we skipped Das. 
and thus has a relationship, this is just a side point, if you don't have a question, ignore what I'm going to say now, it won't, it won't clarify, I'll confuse. But if someone's thinking and wondering, when das is, is there, Kester is hidden. When Kester is overt, das is hidden. So since in the yud Kivovke Kester is found, it's the crown, the thorns on the Yud, das is not. So we have the Kester, we have the Yud, Chachma, that tiny point. We have, because Chachma is obscure, Chachma can't grasp. Chachma develops to the intellect of Bina, like the Yud develops into all the lines and dimensions of the first hay. Then this thought is drawn down by the Vav. The Vav is the straight line down, and it's drawn down from intellect to emo- through emotions, because Vav is six, symbolizing the six godly emotions, which then is manifest in the final hay, which is God's speech, hay being the letter of breath, hay being the five parts of the body that create speech, and hay being the five articulations that are the foundation of these 22 letters. So from God's will and to God's chachma, to God's intellect, to God's emotion, to God's action, which is God's speech of creation. Now, those ten spheres that are embedded in the Yudke Vavke, in the Havaya, are also embedded in the soul, because the soul is part of the Yudke Vavke. So how do we see this in the soul? Because again, the soul was blown in from God's inner aspect of self, which is the four-lettered Yud and He and Vav and He, which now we understand means it's comprised by these ten attributes. So the initial state is like the Yud. Chachma. That's the initial state. Where we just have this potential to be revealed, where it's not yet developed. In other words, the degree of your comprehension of God depends on your intellect. But your essence ability to find God's true being and greatness, that doesn't come from your intellect. That comes from beyond your intellect. That comes from the Chachma, what we sometimes call that Pintala Yid, that essence of God that's embedded in your soul. So all your basic God powers, Essence love of God, essence fear of God, essence belief in God, essence self-sacrifice for God are all in that chachma, in that yud. And then you utilize your intellect, your godly intellect, to understand God's greatness. That's the faculty of bina, the first hay. The bina, the letter hay goes across the breadth of your understanding, and it goes down to show there's a downward extension. What's the downward extension? That from your understanding and contemplating God's greatness, you create something. You create the love and fear and all of the other emotions that come from love and fear in your mind and in the recesses of your heart. But then we need to pull down more because we don't just want this emotion to be in our mind and the recesses of our heart. We want the emotions to be manifest in my heart. When I'm pulling down more, again, this is the vertical length of the hay, but I'm pulling it down more to be expressed in true emotion. And the true emotions are then, when I, in other words, when the emotions are in my mind and the reason of my heart, they might or not impact me. When the emotions are full-blown developed in my heart, I do something because of that. So these spiritual emotions, true feeling in my heart of love for God, true feeling in my heart of fear of God, and all the other subsidiary emotions naturally lead to serving God. 
to Torah study, to mitzvahs, in every way possible. This is expressed by the final two letters of the Yudke Vavke, in my soul, the Vav and the He. The Vav is expressing voice and speech, and the He is action. So I have the voice and speech of my Torah mitzvahs, and I have in me, the hey, my action of Torah mitzvah. And this is, in brief, how God's name is embedded as God's name is embedded in God's name. So I have, that's just fun, I have made sense. So let's try it one more time. We have the ten divine attributes. They're embedded in God's name. They're embedded in my soul. Why are they embedded in God's name and embedded in my soul? Because my soul is a piece of God's name. That is the point the Rebbe wants us to understand because from that point, we're going to be able to understand how my transgressions deeply, deeply affect God's very name. 